bonded us all, but it is our rising from the ashes that we have found our purpose. Join us every week as we tackle topics near and dear to our hearts. Our mission is that we can give hope to whomever may be needing it, that you will see in the losing of yourself is actually where you will start to find the real you. Hey guys, this is Jamie and Yesenia, and we are coming to you on our first episode to let you know a little bit about who we are, how we met, friendship, and just getting into real life. Hey there, this is Yesenia McCool, and I have grown up in a small town, Clovis, California, where me and my family had two and a half acres, plenty of room to run around and get into some trouble. We also learned a lot on that property. I'm very grateful that we had, me and my sister had my mom and dad in our home raising us. We were very lucky. I love to DIY. My parents had rentals growing up and me being the oldest, I was the one that was up there on that roof helping my dad put up a new roof, uh, you name it, you name it, I was out there, didn't matter, I learned so much from that, it's funny how when you're a child you hate things so much that your parents make you do, like, you know, washing your clothes or building a house, whatever, you know, and you know, it's just interesting how when you get older, you're like, yeah, you know, I'm grateful now that I can put in a sprinkler system, you know? It's funny how that is. I am a mom of four. I am married to my wonderful husband, Jeremy. I work full time. And we, me and my husband owned McCool's Vanity Mares. We started this company so that every woman can feel beautiful and she can appreciate herself and take the time to do things for herself. I've gone through a lot of things personally myself. There was a lot of time where, well, there was some time that I could not even look in the mirror didn't spend much time in the mirror trying to get myself ready. I was just so busy trying to take care of my kids. I was married twice before. I got married very young and I was a young mama. And because of the choices that I made, my life was very difficult. And I realized that. And I went through a lot of things that were unnecessary. I didn't need to be putting myself through those things. I was on the dean's list going to college. And I had my whole life ahead of me. But I feel like everything happens for a reason. And I've learned so much from the decisions that I have made in my past. Whether they be good or bad. And I am grateful for those lessons. And I feel like when I was younger, I never had someone really that can truly understand the things that I was going through. 
the questions that I had, even though they were stupid, or, or at least I thought they were at the time, I never had anybody to, to bounce ideas off of. And I really want to have a platform where you can hear our stories, maybe, and hear some part of our story that resonates with you, something that you can learn from, something that you can say, hey, you know, that wasn't a good idea, or, oh, that's why I'm doing that. That's why I'm reacting in that way. I have a girlfriend of mine. We've known each other for 18 years. We've worked together for 18 years. We still work together. And we would always bounce ideas off of each other like, this is amazing. So for the last 18 years, I've had someone that I could bounce ideas off of. But, you know, honestly, it wasn't until things got really bad in both of our lives that it brought us together. And I feel like that was for a reason as well. And we started this podcast because we want to share our stories. And we hope it helps somebody out there. We look forward to spending some time with you. Hi, I'm Jamie. Yesenia sometimes likes to refer to me as Terminator, but we can get into that at another time. I'm a 43-year-old single mom. I work. I take care of my kids. I try to be a good daughter, aunt, niece, and friend. I love Jesus and Tupac. <laughs> and what do we see when we walk into your house, Jamie? Um, the Bible <laughs> and a Tupac book. <laughs> I was born and raised in Clovis, and it's just within the last five years I've truly started to become who I think I'm supposed to be. Going on two years being divorced after being married for 20 years, especially in the last few months, I have really grown a lot and really learned more about myself, who I am, what I want, and I have come to terms with the things that broke me. Today, I can honestly say I am grateful for it all, and I am right where I need to be. Now God has led us to this podcast idea, and I'm excited to see what it all means. Yes, me too. So that's a little recap of who we are. Now we're going to talk about how we met. So that's a little recap of who we are. Now we're going to talk about how we met. I think it's almost been 20 years now. No. No. I've almost. worked with you for 18 years. 18 years. Yeah. We have worked together for 18 years, and we have had a lot. Of conversations and we felt that like other people need to hear this like we've come across some serious revelations yeah. <laughs> we're like we need to stop what we're doing right now and make a podcast so yeah. that's what, when we decided to do this but when I first met Jamie <laughs> we had literally at the company I work for excuse me at the company I work for um, we had been interviewing I would say hundreds of people <laughs> like hundreds of people um to fill this position and I, I i all of us have pretty much at that point lost hope that we would ever find anybody even close to being who we needed them to be for the position that needed to be filled and um then i was told we had jamie coming in and i was like okay and so your hopes weren't too high. <laughs> I, I honestly did not know. I didn't know what to expect, but what we had seen was not what we were looking for. So when you came in, we were doing the interview and 
I just knew like something in my heart, Jamie, I don't know if if I ever told you this, but like something in my heart was like, she is perfect. She is perfect. And I think I even said that in the interview. (laughs) I don't think you're supposed to say that. Well, and I think we got off topic because I did nails. Oh, okay. And the three of us were like, like we were at lunch together. I know. It was just (laughs) such a perfect fit. It really was. was. So many people that had come before her and I, I just like so off. So it was just like, you know, when you know, you know. Right. And um, she was sweet and kind and loving, very professional. Life had not hurt me a lot then. (laughs) (laughs) Like like from head to toe, like every part of you. And I was like, she's, well, you know, her personality fit really well with the rest of the people in our business. So I thought she's it. That was my first impression of you. That is awesome. Um, when I came in to do the interview, first of all, I get there and I thought I was only meeting with our boss. Mm-hmm. And then they had me also meet with Bob and mm-hmm. I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> but when I went to go in the conference room, they were like, oh, we're going to have Yesenia come in. And this is why I said I had to wait for us to do this to tell you because I remember you walked in and I was like, she scares me. Um, because, yeah, because, well, you were so sweet that immediately went away, Yeah, but you were very professional and knew what you were doing. And I felt like, I don't know if I can be here because I don't know if I know enough. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So you guys came across, I still remember what you were wearing. I remember really? what Lisa was wearing. I remember what I was wearing. <laughs> Yeah, it was a Friday. Wow. And you had jeans on, but yeah. you had on a button-up shirt. You looked really professional. Wow. And I was just like, whoa, I don't even know if I have clothes like that. <laughs> like, it was just funny. Wow. But the instant that I started talking to the two of you, mm. it was really like what you're saying. In my heart, Yeah. I was like, I love them. Yeah, we felt at, like at home. Yeah, it's like this is where I'm supposed supposed to be interesting and we had no idea and we had no idea what the 18 years would bring us 18 years like we've been i know yeah a lot of kids so (laughs) i know i mean it's crazy because uh when i started there i was 25 which means you were 24 and yeah we were i mean honestly to think back now i felt very mature then but it makes me laugh now i'm like (laughs) oh geez that girl had no we had no clue we had no clue um it's interesting though it kind of leads me into what we were wanting to talk about is perceptions are really funny you know like the Mm -hmm. way you first see someone because if we were really to break it down at that time in your life, you were a single mom mm-hmm. to a toddler. Mm-hmm. Um, you had all sorts of things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, your ex was not really great in the picture. It was a it was bad tumultuous it was really situation. Horrible. Yeah, it you was. didn't come across that way though. No one would have ever known. Um, I myself was I was married. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Did you have your first? I didn't. No, I, w- no, I, um, actually I had had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no one ever knew that. I don't even think I shared that with you until years and years later. later. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of things going on for me personally. When you started. Yes. Yeah. That like you're saying though, you know, like you wouldn't have seen that cause no. the mask were on. Exactly. Um, I think if we both could agree. So for me, um, 
I was always going to show up at work professional, right. makeup on, hair done, nails done. Head to toe. I And that's pretty much how I lived out my whole life then. Mm-hmm. The outside picture mm-hmm. is as deep as I let anyone really get. Right. Right. So. And you know, when you work in a professional setting, yeah, I mean, that's what you want to represent. You don't want to like try to, you want to keep your stuff to yourself like right you don't want everybody knowing your business and yeah but it's just interesting because when women are like that they truly can't get to know each other can't really truly yeah and I bond. I think women do that a lot we put on a mask mm-hmm. and I also think that we have friendships but like I was telling you before, they're not friendships that were made in the trenches. And that's, that's no. something that I've used a lot with you when we're talking like, you know, during our everyday life. Um, we have been in the trenches, just so you know. Oh. Like we've been through a lot for eight, eight, 18 yeah. years. It's been. It's been a lot. And I really think that until you start going through hard stuff, mm-hmm. you don't even really know who your true friends are. And let me say, I don't, I don't think I had any friends that weren't real friends. Mm-hmm. What I think is you have people, and I'm just going to throw him out there because I love him, that God places in your life that are going to help you get through what you have no idea is coming. Exactly. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right? Like, what are you, I mean... You have no clue. We had no clue no. what we were going to go through and how much we needed each other in the future. Oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, not to go too deep this first episode, but, you know, when when your life changed, I mean, we talked about the beginning part, but then you got married, mm-hmm. you had more babies, um, life kind of fell apart, and we talk about this all the time. I tried to be a good friend to you, but mm-hmm. I had no idea the suffering or the pain that you felt. Yeah, none of us. I wouldn't know. I went through it myself. Exactly. So exactly. I think that God strategically places people. So we've probably had other friends that we've had fun with, mm-hmm. you know, or that we love and we have special moments with. Right. But God handpicks those friends that are going to get in the trenches. And I know we talked about this, um, but it's in the fire that you find who your real friends are. Friends are. Mm-hmm. And it leads back to the story I told you about from the Bible and Daniel, yes. where the three men were thrown in the fire. And they didn't get burned. And when the king looked in the fire, there was four men because God was in there with them. That gives me goosebumps. I know. Me too. And I love the story. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could say their names, but I can't. Um, but it really is amazing to show you um, God didn't put us here to do it on our own. No. And he didn't put us here, um, you know, to just go through these things and not learn anything from it. Right. So I just think really what I, you know, like something I feel like we've learned is that you can really be proud of other women's accomplishments and love them and not be envious or jealous because... Or intimidated by Right. Because once you really get to know someone, Mm -hmm. it's like that persona that they've put on 
it all fades away. It all goes away. It does. And I, I think those are the the best really best relationships. It yeah. is. Yeah. Like, you know, like through the last five years of I'll just say it, a lot of hell that went on in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful because the friendships that I have now right. mean more to me than anything. And to be honest, Jamie, and we're both coming from the same place. So, right. And you know I love you. Okay. Yeah. But we both felt that we didn't need friendships. We no. had kids. We had a full-time job. Husbands. We had like, husbands. Yeah. We had plenty on our plate. Or no husband at the time. We had plenty on our plate. We did right. not have time for our friendships. And, no. Um, honestly, that's probably why God placed you at work and not just somebody I just randomly met on the street because he knew that we would be seeing each other every single yeah. day. We would be there for ev- each other every single day. And we were. Right. Well, I mean, because if you think about it, 18 years ago, I never thought I'd be sitting here with you at your house no. knowing all that I know about you, Mm-mm. all you know about me, being like, hey, let's start a podcast. Yeah. No. What? Uh, what? Right. <laughs> um, you know, and it's even funny, like, um, we've talked about the way that you handled things when things in your life fell apart and the mm-hmm. way that I've handled things when things in my life fell apart. Mm-hmm. We could kind of take and learn from each other. Right. Um. I've always said you're inspirational to me because you've been able to show grace when I have been like, what in the world are you doing that for? And I didn't want to though, Jamie, but I, you know, either you forgive yeah. or you drive yourself crazy. Right. And in your hatred, in your anger, in your um, disappro- disappointment, you just, you right. either drown yourself in that or you let it go. And you show people grace, even though they may not, honestly, honestly, they didn't deserve it. Right. So that was inspiring for me to be able to look back and see the way that you handled things. Mm -hmm. And for me, you really validated me by being like, you know what? I wish I would have done it how you did it. You ran towards God. You know, you were like, you were adamant like you were gonna stay your ground until the very end and that meant a lot to me that someone could see that right you wanted and see that's the thing too I was like Jamie don't go down that road because I already know where that leads I know where this road leads and you brought me a whole understanding of God and brought them brought him to me Mm. and I had no idea like I I did not grow up going to church right and I did not know anything about the Bible and I just feel like you grounded me in that sense as well. You brought that into my life. And just like I tried to warn you what was down that road. Right. You warned me that you can't go down that road alone. Right. It's been an awesome thing. I mean, now to be on the other side of it, like obviously I never wanted a marriage to end or no. I never wanted to to not be with my kids all the time. Like those are not things I wanted but I can be on the other side of this now and be so grateful for the journey that I've had exactly and although I would have done certain things different at the same time I can let go of the things that I used to be ashamed of Mm -hmm. and be like I'm so grateful for today because of all of that, it's led us right here to this. And to I this think this moment. is amazing. I think this is amazing. Yeah. And if we can use 
our pain, our struggles, right, our wisdom with yeah. anybody and help anybody out there. Yeah. I would love to be able to do that and and bring that wisdom to people. I mean, we don't like we don't get out. I mean, like we're we're really good friends. We <laughs> right. I don't have a lot of outside friends because right. my life is crazy, as I mentioned earlier. But um, Jamie's just always been there for me, and I want to be there. Even though we can't be there in person, right. I would love to be there and we would love to be there for you. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like, um, you know, it's really a time where um, if women could get past um, looking at the outside of another woman mm-hmm. and feeling, well, whether you admit it or not, you do. You feel jealous because of your inside insecurities. Right. Um and then it makes you unable to truly be a friend. And I, I was that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm speaking from experience, you know, because especially when my life started falling apart, I would be so sad seeing mm-hmm. another woman like with her husband or, you know, um, having her life all together. And I'm over here like, oh, yeah, that eats breaking your, down. That eats at your soul. Right. But if you can get past that and really just be another woman's friend, it is such a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I honestly didn't really think I needed friends. When my pastor told me I needed to cultivate (laughs) friendships, I was in his office and I started laughing. Yeah. And he's just looking at me and I'm like, I don't need any friends. I was like, that's hilarious. People just say that when they don't have husbands and, and families and stuff like that, and they don't understand. That's honestly where I was coming from. Right. And I understood that. But then I'm like, now I could not have survived without right? you and my sister, mainly. I mean, you guys were there for me all the time, every day. And it's crazy because we've both made decisions that the other is like, oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. But at the end of the day... I still have your back. Like if right. we, if we need to take someone down, <laughs> I'm pretty much there. Yeah, yeah, same thing. You yeah. know, and so that is, um, I mean, I think that's funny not to really go into a lot, but you know, when we've ran into one another's exes, <laughs> and we have really had to have a come to Jesus, like, do not beat this man up God, right now, please help me. <laughs> and it's funny because. I mean, you know, the moment that it happened, I'm like running down the aisle texting you because I was like, today was a good day. I did not get myself (laughs) kicked out of Target. Oh, that was the important thing. Right? I'm like, okay, I mean, I did it for you too, but Target was really important. Target is always important. You know, but but it's like a, you know, I think that's when you have like a real friend Mm -hmm. is like. I don't care how many years it's been Mm -hmm. and you're past it. Just the same with me. Like, I'm like, I'm past it. I I don't, you know, like I don't have hate. I don't have this. I don't know. No. I think real friends are still like, well, I kind of hate them. Yeah. They hurt my friend. (laughs) Like, I'm going to hate them forever. In front of me, I saw her bleeding out all over me. Like like, she was bleeding. Right. So like, you can't ever forgive that person. I can't forget that. I know. It's funny. (laughs) But then when, you know, uh, ourselves, like. Or when we talk about, for instance, uh, like the series that you watched, Made. Oh, my God. You know, and you're telling me to watch it. Yeah. And I'm like sitting over there in the chair bawling and Peyton's looking at me like, you know, this is just a movie, right? <laughs> it's not. But. It is such a good movie. We do need to talk about The Made because it just came out not that long ago. And I'm telling you. Yeah. It encompasses a lot of what my life was like as a young mom. Right. I think, honestly, for 
a lot of women for mm-hmm. different reasons. Mm-hmm. If you've been through anything, there's stuff that you'll get from that series. So we have no, um, you know, and we're reason. not sponsored. Yeah, we're not sponsored, <laughs> but Netflix. Netflix the maid, the maid, watch it, watch it, hundred um, percent. And we need to talk about that later. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of different things that I think. I don't know. I feel like women need other women. Women need to support other women. Yeah. What I'm learning as I'm raising daughters mm-hmm. is girls now they don't have any idea how to be a good friend. Mm. That is hard. Peyton starting high school, mm-hmm. we have had to have conversations like, you listen to me. Mm-hmm. You don't talk behind someone's back. Right. I want them to learn from my mistakes. Right. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. I was that catty teenage girl oh. because I didn't know how to how to not be jealous. Uh-huh. But what I want to teach my girls is, and if you do have a moment where you get called out for talking about someone and they find out, mm-hmm. you admit it. Right. You admit it. Because that's your character. Right. And you apologize and you learn from it. Right. And you don't repeat that again. No. And I mean, it took me a lot of years to really, I mean, I'm being really honest mm-hmm. to to be the type of person where I'm like going to be a loyal friend. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think when you're young, you just don't know and you have so many insecurities. Right. So I really want to teach my girls that you be someone's friend, you be their real friend. And I also am trying to teach them, though, that not everybody knows that. No. And you need to be a good role model for the other friends. Right. If they're struggling with something, you need to be that. Right. Which they can't be at the time. Yeah. It's hard. High school's hard. Yeah, that is hard. That was really hard. Yeah. I don't think I would want to go back there. Um, but today, actually, uh, I really missed my 20s and 30s for a long time. But actually, today at 43... <laughs> I like who I am today more than I liked any of the past versions of myself. Isn't that interesting how much we've changed? And you know what? Like, we didn't even notice. Like, yeah, we didn't even notice we were changing. Right. Felt very um, out of place. Yeah. Felt very, uh, what is the word I always tell you? Uncomfortable. Yeah. We felt uncomfortable for a really long time. Um, Literally, and this has nothing about looks, mm-hmm. but I literally was uncomfortable in my own skin. Right. Probably until like six months ago. Right. Even a few months ago, I still was like, who am I? Uh, because I've put my validation in what other people think about me a right. lot. And I think a lot of women do that. Yeah. And we do need to stop because we need to show our daughters that that's not the way. Right. That's not how we need to be. Right. It's a it's a tough road. But I think if you can have a few good friendships mm-hmm. and know your worth, which I'm still learning as we know, shoot, I still go to counseling mm-hmm. and I love it. I uh, know. When she goes, I'm like, okay, what did your counselor say? I know. It's almost like it's a two for one, kind of like a stepbrothers kind of thing. I'm yeah. Like, seriously. I'm right behind her. And I'm like, <laughs> an, I know. I come back to work and I'm like, Yesenia, my mind was blown yesterday. Listen to this. Yeah. Because... I'm like a bit big advocate for counseling. Yeah. Uh, when I first started, I was not even going to tell them anything. Mm-hmm. I only went because my pastor said he thought I needed to go. Um, <laughs> now but, here you are with friends and a and a counselor. Right. I know. I cultivated <laughs> some friendships. I got a divorce. I'm doing all sorts of things on my own that I never thought I could do. Right. I'm learning boundaries. 
that'll be a whole new episode. But there's just a lot of things that I think... uh, That we didn't know were important. Right. We did not think were important. And now we know they are very vital. Right. Right. And I feel like even... um, So I have some friends. I've, you know, cultivated some friendships. Funny most of these people were already around, Mm -hmm. but they're not the people that I thought I would be the closest to. So that's what's really funny is God uses the people that you had no idea were going to be the ones. No. Um, So that's been pretty interesting. And it tends to be the ones that like pick you up when you're like on the ground. Like you kept telling me like, you can do this. Mm -hmm. Get back up. Mm -hmm. Like you can walk through this divorce. Yeah. You can do this. And we I'm were like Rocky. It was like, I was Mick. Is this his name? Yeah, I think yeah, so. And you were like Rocky. I said, get up. Right. You're like telling me I had one more round and I'm like, no. I can't see out one eye. Uh, we had like <laughs> four more rounds. I lied. I, said, <laughs> I know. You would just take me through like that We next just have one. one little step here. Right. One more step. And and right. you really need friends to, to well, pick you up and, and help you up. Yeah. And Keep that's the thing. Like, so if somebody listens to this, if we get this out there and someone is listening, that really is something I want them to take from this is that I don't care who you are, what you've done. No judgment. Honestly, that's None. the thing. And you need a friend mm-hmm. that's going to be that same way for you. Yeah. Um, because like I said, you and I might not have agreed with the way that we've handled all things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I can tell you every single thing, mm-hmm. things I would tell no one else. Right. And I know that you're going to love me up. Right. That it's never going to be like... Like, maybe that's not the best idea. Right. Or that you're going to be like talking about me. Let's look at this deeper. Right. Yeah. So why did you make that decision? Right. You know, and so I really, really... I can't believe I'm saying this. Pastor would be so proud. But women need to cultivate true friendships. What? Yes. You're going to give him a heart attack. I know. If he hears this ever, he's probably going to have a heart attack. And maybe knowing that I love Tupac. Who is that? I know. I know. As she's sitting there wearing her Tupac I did. I came with my Bible and my Tupac shirt. Yes, she did. So cute. And I'm going to post that picture, by the way. That's fine. Yeah. This is how I roll. But we're here for you guys. That's what Jamie's trying to say. We're here for you. Please send us emails. Yeah. Send us messages on this. I don't know how you do that, but please send us. Email. I know we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure it out. It's our first one. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook. We're gonna open it up to everyone. Please, like, let us know if you've enjoyed the podcast. What you'd like to hear. Um, but honestly, like, take away from this that if you have friendships, cultivate those friendships. Yes. That your worth is you already have everything you need and find other women that are going to help you see that. Exactly. Not all women are created equal when it comes to being real. And so make sure you trust in the people that are trustworthy. Right. Like I heard this one time, make sure the people that are in the boat with you are helping you row and not drilling holes in the bottom. Yes. And at the time I was like, whatever, Yeah. you know, but in all honesty, that is the truth. It's mm-hmm. the honest truth. Yeah. So, like, I guess, friends, what I'm trying to say is, like, look at that circle that you have and be grateful for them. I'm not saying, like, all of a sudden be like, these friends suck, <laughs> you know, but, like, be grateful yeah. for those friendships and really cultivate and get to know each other in the trenches, right. not just on the surface. Right. Get to really know each other, and that will make all the difference. 
It really will. It will. Um, and I don't know if we're kind of closing out here today, yeah. but before we go, I want to leave something with you guys that I think is something that we all need to really listen to and do. It's kind of funny, but it's a friendship affirmation. Real friends talk shit to your face and say nice things behind your back. So I just want to leave you today with, if you got something to say to your friends, tell them and let them know and help them grow. Mm -hmm. And then when you're not with them, be loyal. Yeah, and pray for them. That's right. We all need prayers. Yes. Yep. We'll see you next time. If you know someone that would enjoy our podcast, please send them a link to your favorite episode and invite them into our tribe. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. From the Ashes with Jamie and Yesenia. Thanks for listening.